It's episode 71 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in Randy Hamlin's studio, where she is the owner and creator of Indigo Lane & Co. With all, She makes all things leather goods, and eventually it's going to turn into something even larger, and I hope we can talk about this. But welcome. Thank you for, for having me here. Thanks for coming out here. Yeah, this place is amazing. I'm hoping that you guys will get to come out here in December whenever Randy's going to have a pop-up. Um, it's amazing. You drive through. There are cows and dogs just waiting to greet you. <laughs> I would never want to leave this place. And yeah, I don't, you, you don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't leave often unless we're going like on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you because it's amazing. Thank but you. Randy, tell me, why the name Indigo Lane and Co.? Um, well, first off, the co um, is my children. <laughs> okay, perfect. Because I'm a homeschool mom, and they're always with me, and like right now, they're right outside. Mm -hmm. So, um, Indigo Lane. Lane is my middle name, and my son's middle name. And Indigo, I, I was dying Indigo at the time when I had a name change. Mm -hmm. um, I rebranded a few years ago, and it was, my name was One Fine Day Mercantile. Okay. And it was fun and great, but I outgrew it and just, um, it was time for a name change. Yeah. And at the time I was dying indigo and... Um, Were you doing leather at the time? I wanted to be doing leather at the time. Okay. I was secretly doing leather. I was um, scared to do leather. I would be scared to do leather. It seems yeah. like a very major... Yes. That this is just my mental block. I it think. is. It's you know, once you poke the hole, it's there for life. There's no going back. Just incorporate it in because it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, okay. So I got to meet with you briefly a few months ago and talk about how you started because you didn't grow up working with leather. No. So, no. Yeah. So first generation. Yeah. Okay. So where did the inspiration come from? Okay. Well. With one fine day, I was making bags out of Mexican textiles. Mm -hmm. And it, it was a lot of work because you have to reinforce it. and It was a lot of work. And it was great. And I learned so much. I'm a self-taught sewer. Um, I do come from a long line of sewers. Mm -hmm. But never learned a stitch from my grandma or my great-grandma. Um, and then when the name change started coming about, like, uh, I feel like I, I've, I'm shifting gears. I didn't really want to do... Fast, yes. Fashion. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's completely accurate. An accurate description, but I was really wanting to do something that people would have for a really long time if they wanted to, and if they passed it along or they goodwilled it or whatever, it's gonna last. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like the amount of time that I was spending creating wasn't bringing about something that reflected that, and I wanted the longevity of it. So. My husband grew up doing, making um, leather things with his dad, like chaps and different things. They wow. worked cattle and um, so they did all that, but they did it by hand. And one night my husband was shopping the internet and decided to buy a leather sewing machine because he had this grand idea that his dad would get back into leather and he could use this machine and be amazing. I love that he just decided he to just buy a leather sewing decided, machine. decided, and I didn't know how to sew at the time at all. Well, I didn't realize that you would need a whole different sewing machine Certainly. for leather. Okay. Yes. So, um, anyway, we, we got the machine. It came in from Canada, and we could not get it to work for a couple of years. His dad is yet to sew a stitch on this machine. <laughs> and it was just upstairs in my house, and I was sitting there in my office, which was upstairs at the time, 
contemplating this this shift and things that I wanted to be doing and I thought oh man I'm gonna see if Sean will get that machine working and he came home worked on it a couple of days and was like oh he didn't want to mess with it mm. and then I just got frustrated and started working with it and I think it killed him that I was working on a machine that was janky so he had to <laughs> fix it he just couldn't take it he had to fix it so he well, fixed it. I love how it. determined you were though you're like I, even if you don't help me I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna figure this out so um, anyway, I sewed a really simple little clutch and was like, oh, it's a whole different way of sewing. It's a whole different way of constructing. It's a whole different way of thinking about putting a product together than it is with fabric. Okay. You just have to, you can't hide anything like you can with fabric. Interesting. Yeah. See, from someone who's never sewn or put anything mm -hmm. together, I, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. So that's very... Yeah, that, that piece of leather you're working with is going to reflect all the yeah. trial and error kind of all thing. of it. So, you know, I really have fallen in love with getting a hide, and they're all different. Mm. Even, even if you get them tanned in the same place and tanned in the same way or whatever, they're all different. It is animal hide. Mm. And I just there's nothing better than rolling out a hide on my table and finding the... Um, the brand or finding you know like a stretch mark or whatever wow I like to, to design around that if I can so that's pretty cool mm -hmm. and so where do you get your hides from I get them from Tandy here okay. in town um, I have gone in there for years and asked a thousand questions and they've always been so good to me and generous with their time and show me how to use tools and it's been great yeah that's incredible because yeah. I mean you literally just up and decided you knew you wanted to make a transition from one fine day yes so what inspired one fine day mercantile well my, I don't think I knew about yeah. this that's so, pretty darn cool so you've always kind of been an entrepreneur yes when I started one fine day I had a an event planning business with my best friend and we had had it for like six years and it was so fun but at the time when I decided to start one fine day I had a year and a half old and where were you in Corpus yet? Mm -hmm. we okay. were here um, I had a year and a half old and doing weddings on weekends that's not gonna work it mm -hmm. was it was hard it was really hard and my passion for it just fizzled because I really just wanted to be able to be home with her so I thought well you know it was right about the time when people were starting to sell on the internet and I thought oh I could figure this out and I wanted a happy name, something that just made you feel good when you said it. And that song, One Fine Day, came on the radio. And I was like, I just love this song. It just <laughs> made me kind of, you know, I just was happy with it. So that's One Fine Day Mercantile. That's how it came about. I always think of that movie with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called One Fine Day. Yeah. And, uh, well, now you're going to make me want to watch it. Go watch it. Yeah. So then... You established it, it sounds pretty easily. So you mm -hmm. have a knack for running a business by the sound of it. Um, I don't know, I guess it's debatable. I like starting them, I love promoting them, I love curating stuff. Um, but navigating being a mother with business, it's, it's humbling. Mm -hmm. Because you have all these ideas and things that you wanna do and then you gotta figure out how, now I have two kids, and try to figure out how they can participate be a part of it be around because I still have they're still with me you know um, how what does our life look like you know the three of us my husband works a regular you know he's his own 
thing that he does. So the kids and I, we homeschool. So whatever I'm gonna do, I have to figure it out. And so sometimes that means business isn't as great. Sometimes that means I'm not pushing or um, I'm not doing shows or I have to back out of a show or what family has to come first. So, you know, I may have a knack for starting up and pushing, but it's not always, not every season looks the same. Right, but I, th I think that's natural. Yeah. And I appreciate your sharing that. Oh, yeah. Because it's important to pri you prioritize, mm -hmm. yes. you know, family over, yes. you know, and I know that this business is important to you and I, you never quite lose sight of it because like you said, you started off with your event planning and mm -hmm. then kind of branched out into mm -hmm. your mercantile and then this evolved into Indigo Lane and Co. Yeah. Which is just amazing, Thank the products you. that you make. So Thank whenever you. you started to work with leather, you said that you initially made a clutch. Yes. Were, did you just make it? Did, were there any mistakes or did it yeah, just happen? I'm gonna show it to you. Yes. Oh, you have it? I have it. I it's love seeing here. people's first products. Hold on. It's here. You'll find it. I say that. Ooh, and look here. at all this material. I you guys, to this you. place is just. It was here. A fun land. Anyway, yeah, it was just simple and like brown leather. It had fringe on it. Um, it was just cool. It was here. Somewhere. Do you carry it ever? I don't because the machine was messed up at the time. And so the under part, you know, you've got your top thread and your bottom thread down here bunched up. This is the machine. No. Okay. This is the newer Did, machine. Oh. This one over here that's poking out. That is the Tex Texo? Yep, Texo. Okay. It's huge. Huge. I don't know where that clutch is. It was here. So that's the one that you learned on. And it's big and bulky and the needle is like sewing with a nail. It's just thick. <laughs> I would think it would need to be, but I guess yeah, you have different. But that machine is designed to sew saddles. Okay. So I try to finesse an elephant basically. Like you try to make like good turns and good, you know, it was interesting. So I got this one. This is a little bit more top it, of the line. Uh, yeah, and, and the needle's finer. I just, I can't get over it. <laughs> your bags are so beautiful. Thank so you. what uh, Randy has initially made have been really beautiful bags. We're talking clutches, um, shoulder bags. Totes. Yeah, totes. Mm -hmm. um, I think some like, like coin purses mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so what made you gravitate toward bags specifically? I just love bags. I love them. Most people can yeah. attest to that. I love bags and um, I just thought I can make this and I can make it the way I want it. I really don't like um, lining in leather bags. Mm -hmm. I don't like it at all. Um, my dad purchased a backpack for me yeah, for me as a gift from a, a saddle shop here in South Texas and the liner has started to rip and I know they'll replace it but I just that's just what lining does in leather bags yeah. and I just thought nah, and I like to be able to clean them inside and out if I want to and you know let the leather breathe the way it's supposed to and so I don't line my bags and I wanted to make bags that didn't have to be lined mm -hmm. so that's what I do yeah I mean like I and said some people don't prefer that mm -hmm. and that's fine but that's just how I like to do it yeah right and, and I think that that's great that you're kind of like well I'm making a bag that I like yes and I think many people would agree that yes. it, it just makes sense mm -hmm. the way you make them the way you do but so how do you design the bags like what inspires those designs well a lot of times customers um, like uh, a woman ordered a, a backpack recently 
and I've been really wanting to what? do a backpack. Yes. So this is a custom order. Yeah. Wow. So she does custom orders, people. I do. After Christmas. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's true. Yeah. Um, so she wanted a backpack. She was, uh, was pregnant at the time. She's since had her, her baby. Um, but she wanted it to carry as a baby bag. Okay. Diaper bag. And so it forced me to do it. Yes. And I'd been really thinking about it and wrestling with a backpack for a while. And when she messaged me, I was like, yep. Now's the time. Okay, I'm just going to do it. And so I did, and I was really happy with it. And um, it was cool. So a lot of times it, the design inspiration comes from a customer or, you know, in your industry, the things that you think about every day. Mm -hmm. When you're out and about, you notice things that I'm not going to notice. Definitely. So when I'm out and about and I see a great bag, and it may not even be great fabric or great material, but it just it's a good size. The design. I'm like, hey girl, <laughs> can I look at your bag? Do you mind if I take a picture? Do you really do I that? Do. I do. And my husband that. does too. <laughs> he called me the other day from, I guess a while back, and he said that he had seen a lady at lunch. He's like, her bag was cool. Here's what it looked like. And da 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 da, -da all the details. And he said he didn't say anything to her because that would have been weird. But <laughs> yeah, I get up all on people if they have a good bag. No, that's really cool because, it's weird, yeah, you're looking, no, I mean, I'm sure you constantly, that's probably one of the first things you notice about someone, yes. right, is what they're carrying. Yes. That's actually a really, really smart move because you're, you're able to anticipate what the customer might yes. want. That's okay. That, yeah. That's actually really, really smart. Uh, it feels weird, but, you know. No way. Yeah. I mean, you're literally doing research for this. I know. I haven't been stabbed yet, so that's good. <laughs> No, I'm sure people are like, okay. Yeah. You're like, no, I promise. I For do sure. This. I do this. Yeah. So growing up, did you know that you wanted to run your own business? No. What What did you want to do? I wanted to be a singer. Can you sing? I, I feel like I used to be able to. I bet you still can. But I don't think I can anymore. I don't know. I don't but know. no, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You know, I, I graduated high school and I went to college. I went to Blinn. I didn't really apply anywhere else because I had no idea what I wanted to do. My best friend was going to Blinn. I'm like, cool, let's move to Blinn. That That's was fun. exactly, yes, same. You know. No idea. A <laughs> couple of years there and um, I moved to Corpus. My grandparents live in Alice. And so I moved to Corpus to be closer to them and did A&M Corpus for a few years, still nothing really, you know, and I thought, well, maybe I'll be a, um, a history professor because mm -hmm. I love history, I'm like total history nerd. And That's a really cool fact about you. That's well, funny. I don't know. So then we had to do student teaching with some third graders and I made it two classes and was like, I'm out. <laughs> so back to square one with that. And so I ended up uh, doing um, like a... Oh, what do you call it? Not merchandising, but uh, advertising, uh, selling, mm -hmm. degree, whatever that was. Clearly, I, it didn't stick. <laughs> but um, marketing. Oh, okay. <laughs> marketing. It's been a really long day, and it's a Monday. Yes. Um, Thank, thanks again for, for willing to do this. Interview. Yeah, no, it's good. So um, went to get my marketing degree. I'm like a year shy of that, and got a job marketing, making okay. really great money. Right on. And so um, did that. Where was this? It was at, they closed down, not my fault. They closed down after I quit working there. <laughs> um, it was tech scan MRI and they had a really cool office right on the bayfront, like look out the front windows and there's the water. Wow. It was gorgeous. And the, I think it's the Baytech building. Mm -hmm. 
beautiful place. Yeah. Anyway, so merchant not merchant uh, marketed for them for a couple of years and then moved to Nashville for a while marketing because they were managed by a management company. Wow. And I just moved within that management company. Wow, Nashville. Yes. Okay. And it was fun. I just you know I knew I was gonna marry my husband. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Yeah, story. and I just wanted to go do something before I did got into that stage of my life, and so um, so I did, and I, I told him I'll come back, and he was like, okay. And I did. I went, and then I came back. And how long were you gone? I I want to six to eight months. I can't remember exactly, but a while, not a full year. No, I think that's great that you weren't in a hurry. It's like no, we know what we want yes and we're just gonna we'll get there yeah right, in the meantime yeah that's awesome so um anyway i don't know i don't know why i create i don't know i don't have an answer for you no i did not grow up thinking this is what i was gonna do well i think all I have people no are answer. creators at their core i mean i, I know all yes. people are creators at their core it's yes. just when do you decide to flex that muscle kind of thing but what triggered your starting the business with your friend the event planning um, I had gotten married mm -hmm. and, um, at the time there really wasn't a whole lot out there for help. Um, I went through, I believe it was Butler events for like my rentals and Lottie Da was doing, I wasn't, no, I didn't use Lottie Da because I didn't know about them at the time. I used Selena's catering mm -hmm. and, um, all the up staples. I mean, they've the been woman that for a owns her and her husband owns Selena's catering. When I got done with my wedding, I believe her name was Lucy. I feel terrible. I can't remember. Anyway, she was like, you should just do this. You should do weddings. I have one you can do. And Whoa. I was like, okay. And so, um, that just fell in your lap. Totally fell in my lap. And, um, so I went around town with my girlfriend, Clarissa, and we just, met all the people that would be in the wedding industry. Went to Lottie Da and met them and loved them and Butler and cake people and That's started doing events. I mean, Corpus is small. You mm -hmm. could, and especially then you could do it. I, I was not a real fancy wedding planner. I could tell you that. I mean, there are definitely some people that have got some major game in this town now. Yeah. I was not one of those people, but I can help you organize your biz. <laughs> hey, so sometimes that's all it takes. So do you find, because you said that from the event planning mm -hmm. triggered one fine day, which mm -hmm. eventually morphed into Indigo Lane and Co. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you had to follow that path. Totally. In order to get oh, here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing to me how it just totally transformed mm -hmm. into this really amazing business that's now a, a part of Texas Highway's Mercantile. Isn't that, that is crazy, crazy. So tell me about that. How, cause they contacted you well, for an interview. What, what? No. Okay. So tell me. When I was one fine day, mm -hmm. I was selling in the fields at Round Top, which is a huge, it's Texas Antiques Week. It's a huge like outdoor, basically like a flea market kind of thing. But it's where um, in between it's outside of Round Top in between Austin and Houston, okay. kind of outside of Brenham, like that little mm -hmm. area. And it's just miles and miles of fields of people set up selling like fine antiques, junk, clothes, <laughs> art. I mean, a little bit of anything everything. you can imagine. Taxidermy, anything you can imagine. It's wow. all there. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. We're going to have to go. Yes. You're going to have to go with me. It's wonderful. Um, I feel like the whole world just ends up 
walking through Round Top at some point. Because yeah. you, the people watching is incredible. Anyway, so I was there as one fine day selling, and I met a woman named Katie Venable years ago. And she worked for Texas Highways Magazine. And I, I knew that. I, we said hi, I, I think maybe even just once. I don't, I don't know if, we ever, if I ever saw her again. I don't even remember at the time. But when last January, when I decided to do wholesale with Indigo Lane, I had some big people in mind that I wanted to approach before I just threw it out there. Mm -hmm. And they were on that list. And so I just one day got on Instagram and was like, hey, I didn't think she still worked there. You know, I really, I mean, I, did, I really had no idea that she would still be working there. And I just messaged them and said, hey, I'm wholesaling if y'all are interested. And she called me. Wow. And that was that. And I was thinking, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> and but see what happened that you took that that chance, you know? Well, there's the four other people that I messaged, they never got back to me. <laughs> Yet. Yet. But Katie did, and um, they, or they placed an order. And what's really just neat about that mercantile is that they don't just buy your product and resell it. They buy your product and they promote you. Wow. So the magazine's coming out with my stuff in it in December. Okay. And they've done an interview and they did some photos and they'll push my company in the magazine. I don't know how long, but right. you know, that's amazing. I don't pay for that. Like that's just incredible. Most, most of the time, if some business is going to order from you wholesale, they guard your name closely. Mm -hmm. They're not going to give anybody else your information because they want to be exclusive with you. Right. Whereas Texas Highways has this gigantic platform and they're like, here, this is who we're using. These are the, these are our artists. This is who we want to promote. These people are Texas makers. And it's pretty incredible and humbling and kind of like, oh. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, your stuff is eye-catching. It's, it's so beautiful. And I think you know. I'm, I'm learning um, that, but, but still, I mean, every single time I get an order, every single time it'll, you know, on my phone, it'll say, oh, you got an order. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> wow. Do you really want that? Okay. Every single time. <laughs> That's so funny. So what made you decide to do wholesale? Because in the meantime, but prior to <clears throat> going wholesale, were you just doing custom orders and just making pieces that you like, just a few of each kind of thing? I was making stuff and just putting it on Instagram, and if it sold, it sold, and that was it. Mm -hmm. um, I decided to go wholesale because when I was one fine day, I did wholesale. I wholesaled my bags. I had a t-shirt line, jewelry. I had a whole wow. bunch of stuff that okay. I wholesaled. I didn't wholesaled. realize that. Yeah, I was in like 50 stores across four or five states. So, wow. So I just thought, well, that's how my, I got a lot, like a lot of brand recognition from wholesaling. Because if you have your stuff in a store with your label on it mm -hmm. in Arkansas or wherever, people go, oh, one fine day or oh, Indigo Lane. So I thought, okay, this is, this would be a good way to get brand recognition. Yes. And um, so I really pushed it this year. I've, I've gotten some wonderful, beautiful orders and made some good strides in that direction and, and form some good relationships there so yeah I think anybody would be would feel very fortunate to carry your oh. bags in their store so it's wholesale can be you can do wholesale with multiple different entities it doesn't have to be yeah. an exclusive no yes. okay 
but I do I have some stores where I just do this specific type of style for them mm -hmm. and that's okay it. see that's cool yeah because it is kind of a, yeah. like an exclusive line is that what yeah. you would call it I think so okay yeah yeah or, yeah I, I just make it. They can call it what they want. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're at this point, we're good. Yeah. So tell me more about indigo dyeing because oh. that's a process I had never heard of. And I know that you did a class. Have you done it? No. Ah, we got to do it. Yeah. Well, okay. I know you did it. Uh, you did like a class at Driftwood yes. this past summer. And uh, Wildflowers. Mm -hmm. I've done it at Wildflowers. And we've done it out here in my front yard a few times. So what's the inspiration behind that? So my sister-in-law, uh, Lisa Field, owns Lucky Star Art Camp, which is an art camp for grown-up ladies. Mm -hmm. Like you go and you stay at a girl's camp in the hill country for a week and it's coming up, which is exciting. But um, one year I took a class and it was indigo dyeing from this um, girl, I say girl, a woman out of Austin who was a high school art teacher and she came and taught indigo dyeing. And I was so just, I just fell in love with it. I love the process. I love how it's all different. I love the history behind indigo. I, I love so all So we're talking it. about the color. The color, but also the process. The process okay. is shibori. Okay, yes, but tell me more about this. So that's shibori, what that is, right? this is not shibori. Okay. This is vintage mud cloth from Africa oh, dyed wow. with indigo. Okay. Um, but shibori is a, an ancient Japanese technique and it's just like folding and binding and um, anywhere you fold it, like how you get this right here where it's white, mm -hmm. they stitched that. They did like a like a V stitch, mm -hmm. and then they tightened it to where it scrunched up. Yeah. And they put it in the vat. And so then they pulled it out of the vat, and when they took all that thread off, where it was bound. Yes, it didn't. It's white. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yes. No, that's, that's vintage too. Feel that. Yeah, this is just another world over here. Cool. Yeah, so you learn these techniques to incorporate them into your designs. Well, what happened was I did that class and I uh, posted pictures on my Instagram. Just my one fine day Instagram. And this woman out of Dallas who worked for Dallas Market saw it and messaged me. And she was like, can you please launch a line and bring it to Dallas Market. And I was like, I don't do this. What are you talking about? I just took a class. This was in the first week of November. And I was supposed oh. to have a line launched in January, the first week of January. 2018? I mean, uh, November 2018. Oh, okay, a couple years I think it was ago. 16. And so I told her I didn't think I could do it. And she was like, well, I'll give you a really good deal on a booth. Just bring stuff to Dallas. So I did, and I dyed 500 pieces and borrowed a trailer from some dear friends. My husband built displays and I went to Dallas and it was an experience, but I had to name that line. I couldn't name it one fine day. I had to name it something. Right. Indigo Lane was the name of that line. Oh, that was the origin. That was the name of that line. And so then when I finally was like, all right, I wasn't doing leather yet. Yeah. So then when I finally oh, was like, wow. okay, it was just, I'm gonna stick with this, I love this. It's not just gonna be that line, like this is my business. See, that kind of stuff blows my mind because you, you went to take a class, you posted pictures of it. I mean so, like one picture. Oh, okay, <laughs> you posted picture. <laughs> and it got the attention of someone who kind of, I don't wanna use the word forced, but like- Sort of. Prodded you. <laughs> 
That's not the right word yeah. either. Either way, yeah. influenced you to pursue this, and that was the creation of this new line. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Looking back, like if you had, if you I had just failed, think it's, or what I just, I mean, the line was it went well, it was fun. I would not do another indigo line because mm-hmm. it's just hard. People want this exact pillow. Well, you can't duplicate it. It's just you can't. It is what it is. Right. That blows my mind that people think when yeah. something's being handmade or hand dyed that you can ever replicate it exactly can't. there's just no, no way but i i learned i've learned over the years that when a door opens like that i mean obviously check it out but <laughs> if, if it if it appears safe ish you should just do it and so i did and it was fun but i think that's kind of customary of you to do too because yes. that woman was just like you should do weddings and you're like okay okay and this woman's like, what hey. else am i doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you just go for it it doesn't seem like yeah. you really question it all that much you know or at least i not think it's too because seriously. i've never had a plan mm-hmm. i've never had a plan and um you know just go with it and see that because there's two ways to approach it right mm-hmm. it's like you don't have a plan and then you're just kind of anxious and freaking out about what to do next or you can go with it in this kind of calm, accepting way. Yeah. And it opens a ton of doors for you. It does. Yeah. I mean, do, have you ever looked back on it and yeah. you're like, huh? I mean, a lot of times in the middle of it, I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, what is going on? I'm, I'm safe-ish, right? Like, I'm safe. I'm okay. The first time I was at Round Top with one of my dear friends, I mean, we were like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. This is crazy town. Like, we might get mugged. <laughs> This is this what are we like doing? This sounds like my kind of place. It was so, so you know, great. I like a little bit of sketch. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have great stories to tell from yes. it. Yes. So what was the first piece that you sold for Indigo Lane & Co? Gosh, I don't know. Wow. I think they I were just no all idea. they were just all winners. I don't know. I mean, I I look back on some of them that I photographed in the beginning and I'm you know, because you can see oh, this, the untrained eye would like never the stitch know. mess up, or um, and because my husband and his dad did leather for years, he was my biggest critic in the nicest way. Of course, but he'd be like, "Your father-in-law or both?" No, oh, yeah, they both did leather, but my father-in-law was has always just been like, "That oh, looks great." But yeah. my husband <laughs> would be like, uh, "You know, yeah, that's not gonna sell." And I'm like, "Watch me." Well, right, because I think a lot of people like the authenticity of, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, stuff made by hand, but then also just, like, imperfections. Yes. If done right. It's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. And, and you don't want a hole in your bag, yeah. but... <laughs> or do we? What's the next trend? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's another thing I think is really amazing about your pieces is that they're not trendy. Like, they're no. they're, they're classic. Like like you said, you'll have these forever. Forever. Um, yeah, I just can't get over just how beautiful your, your stuff you. is so what's a piece that you're most proud of mm. I don't know most proud of I'm sure it changes all the time right depending on what the next it does it does change because like there'll be like certain things that I'll do to a bag that's a staple of mine and I'll go oh I want to you know, add fabric to this part or add a whatever here. And I have to think about it for like weeks and weeks. I think about it while I'm taking a bath. I think about <laughs> it while I'm cooking breakfast. Like one I, piece. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I'll think about it and think about it and then I'll just do it and hope it turns out right. And then when it does, I'm like, Oh, I 
dog, I don't know if I can sell that. And then I'll post it and somebody's like, I want to buy that. I'm like, oh, it's yours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like you become attached to oh, the yeah. pieces that you make. Yes. I feel like that would be my biggest struggle would just be, they're all so beautiful. Like how do you, do you carry around your own pieces sometimes? You I have to. But I didn't <coughs> for the longest time. And I've, I've had people that are good friends of mine and then just industry friends who would be like, you are bananas. You have to carry your product. Like you're the salesman. Mm -hmm. You have to carry it. And I'd be like, I can sell it. Like I don't, I'm cool with my Target bag. Like yeah. I'm good. It's good. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you're like, I'd like to make beautiful bags for others. Yeah. You have, know. Have you gifted to, to family and stuff yes. like that? I'm my sure mom they all gets bags. bags. My mom gets bags. She's so spoiled. She'll say now, she'll be like, that picture you posted the other day, if you were thinking about a Christmas gift. And I'm like. <laughs> Intense. <laughs> that perforated leather one. <sighs> Tell me about that. Because I haven't seen any other perforated leather. No. First go around. So I got to hide about this big. So like, I don't know, four foot by three foot. And that's it. That's all I could get of that. And that's it. That's all she wrote. So I couldn't make a, it, it really wasn't conducive to making a tote out of it, mm -hmm. but the zipper stuff I could do. And people love it. Not everybody buys it because it has the perforations in it. Right. But, um. It's so distinct looking though. So cool. Yeah. Just, no, I like that you're just constantly changing it up. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like you produce things that will appeal to, to anyone, you yeah. know? Like, I can show you this. Yes, please. I can't okay, wait. you know Amanda Flores, painter, here in town. I don't think I know her. Oh, you gotta look her up. She's amazing. Yes. Then that's that's another her. thing. I take recommendations of yes. who to look up and talk to. She's amazing. Okay, let me get under here. But yeah, I just even these stools are comfortable. Like I could chill in here and they have to be make. I'm in here all the time. They have to be comfortable. Oh wow. Okay. She's an abstract painter. Yeah, well, that metallic gold paint right now has got Check me like this business. Yeah, so she just busted out paired with all this paint, all these paintings with what is that metallic? Metallic leather. So this will be like trim on a clutch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Zip a pouch right mm -hmm. here. Look at all this is coming in November. So this is a collaboration this that is you're a collaboration. doing with you and Amanda Flores. Yep. Look at this business. Oh my goodness. No, I can already tell you this, yeah. this one right here. Yes. <laughs> I know. Look at this. I'm getting the exclusive sneak peeks, y'all. You were totally getting the exclusive sneak peek. This is a... Uh, Look at this. Yeah, I, I am here for it. Right? So in November, what what is what do you mean? So is it, are you going to do so a pop-up? So like, pop it'll launch November. Okay. I'll start sewing this week, little pieces at a time, and then we'll launch it. We recently launched a collaborative with Lavender and Lee. That one, I wanted to bring that up because you have all these like uh, under the radar collabs and then all of a sudden it's like boom. Yeah. So how, how does this happen? Um, <clears throat> I just have a heart for other artists. I have a heart for community big time. I feel like this business of mine is far less about money and far more about a vehicle to have community. That's really what it's proven to be over and over that it's just a way to connect with other people. And I'd love it. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. And it's so like tactile and like we just did a pop-up at Driftwood and did a tooling station. And people were like little kids, just so giddy to like get a hammer and 
just tool away. Yeah. So it's just a cool vehicle. So the Lavender and Lee deal, I just love Sam. Love her. She's got cool stuff and good energy and I've purchased yeah, her. Yeah, her jewelry is beautiful. And what she's making now, <sighs> oh my goodness, right? I'm like, girl. Right? Yes. She just had a baby. I know. Like, when do you do this? I know. Yeah. So, um, I love her jewelry and I thought, you know, I could, I could do it like a jewelry pouch and launch it with her stuff for the holidays. Um, my stuff typically is priced higher and that's not always great for everybody. Not everybody mm -hmm. can afford that. I get it. And so I'm trying to come up with some things that aren't quite as in that price range. Absolutely. Yes. And this was a way to do it and to support local and to support another mama and the jewelry's cute. Yeah. The so, bag is cute. Thank you. Yeah, and what it has the little channels where your necklaces don't get tangled. Yeah, here. So do you do you do this? Yeah. How do you do that? So it's I'm asking stand. her about how she gets the, logo. the lo yeah the logo on the bag. This is so freaking cute. Oh my gosh. Isn't that pretty? Yes. It's like so bitty. awesome. Okay, so here's it's perfect. The, this is all the Sam stuff. Wow. But look. So you just run your necklaces through these two loops That's and it genius. keeps it from tangling. That is genius. And then the, you know, it's like, like, like a clam, like a clam shell opening. Yeah. So it's good enough for when you're traveling, you just kind of open it wide, see what you got cooking in there and zip it shut. Yeah. Okay. Stamps. This is how you get the logo on there. Okay. So my husband has a large arbor press behind the shop here mm -hmm. and I just take these pieces and wet them. And I just stick this on here and, and just, just press it hard. Jam it down. But look at that. Yeah. Okay, see, I had no idea that that's how you did that. Yeah. So how do, so <clears throat> do you discuss with the person you're collaborating with how you're going to design this? No. Nope. So you, it's just like, I'll handle my part, you handle your part, and we'll just put them together? Well, and the I way this it. came about and um, the Amanda Flores collab yes, came please. about was, um, I've recently, in the past, I don't know, six months, hired a girl named Desiree Cole. And she works part-time for Wildflowers as well. But um, I just kind of needed somebody to wrangle my thoughts. And I could, somebody that could sit there and listen to what my ideas are and do their best to do all the little background stuff to mm -hmm. where I don't have to answer emails and I don't have to do phone calls. And I my cell reception here is terrible. I have to go sit up the driveway <laughs> and it's just kind of a hard deal yeah so um we had a meeting one day and i was like i'd really love to do a collab with sam and, and amanda flores and i was just dreaming big and then like i don't know a week or so later she's like okay i'm gonna get samples from sam and amanda's on board and i was like wait wow what? like you just did it like, yes see i would have hemmed and hogged for like two months <laughs> <laughs> and the holidays would have come and gone and no you picked the right person she's when y'all when y'all are in tune in that kind yes. of way where she can interpret what's what you would really want to get done and yes. what can kind of wait yes that's priceless she's on it love it yeah everybody needs a desiree yeah that's what it sounds like yes. oh, way to go desiree way to, she just brings this business to my house the the canvases. I am just. Isn't it amazing? Yes. Well, that's what I'm like. I, I don't even know how to describe it to y'all guys, but I won't have to because you'll be seeing it soon yes, enough. Yes, you'll see it soon. But I'm just 
So when the launch happens, is it it's going to be a social media launch? Is mm-hmm. that what you mean? And so you're going to have it all there. Yeah. It'll be a social media launch. And then um, I was also going to launch it at Loco for Local, which everybody should go to. Yes. Everybody Support in town should Loco go to that. Support Loco for Local. But, always. Um, I was going to have a booth there, and I'm not now because okay. my, my grandma got sick. Oh, no. She's kind of dealing with some stuff. I'm and sorry. so i got to go home for yes. Thanksgiving. We're just going to spend the time. So, um Anyway, but y'all, everybody should go support that. So yes. instead of launching it physically there, it'll be launched the next weekend at our pop-up. Yes, and I want to talk more about that. What inspired this idea to do a pop-up here on your own private property okay. in your space? Um, I love to gather people and... Um, I love to gather people and I, I love having people in my space. We've, I've hosted a lot of things out here, not just family things, but classes and Bible studies and homeschool groups and all kinds of things. Um, so this is the perfect space to do it. It's just, uh, just overwhelming peace coming you know, out here. People say that when they come out here, they feel peaceful. Yeah. And I feel like, why not just open it up, let people come? Uh, I, I want people to come. So this pop-up came about because um, I just wanted to have people out here and have some other vendors that would come out here and we can sell to Cal Allen, Orange Grove, Benketti. See, I like Rockstown, that, yes, Mathis. that we're going to be closer to those smaller communities. Because, you know, I don't live just a crazy far amount away from town but because I'm not centrally located it is hard to just hit all the places I want to hit when I get in town for sure all the mamas out here feel that way so if I can have something on a Sunday afternoon evening after church after there's no games going on they can come we're gonna have a s'mores bar and charcuterie and wow um, indoor outdoor weather permitting and some music going Texas Highways will be here, and they're going to be educating um, people about the magazine, the mercantile, and um, you'll be here. Yes, I'll be here doing a live podcast. I can't wait. Yeah, this is just, thank you for that opportunity. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, just some different makers, and just, I want people to come, women to come, and just enjoy, not feel pressured to buy, but just, you know. Yeah, come get away. Come check it out. Come get away. See what's offered. Check it out. Breathe in the air. Pet a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she will make that a reality out here. And that's December 7th. 8th. 8th. December 8th. From from 2 to 7. That's what it is. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, and it's right in time for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are going to be here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so so the collaboration with Amanda Flores is going to be debuted physically yes. and she will be here okay yeah Excellent. with her art okay i saw which that which is amazing yeah yes. my how have i never even heard she's of her? i know she does um like art walk and she does it at the cosmopolitan okay see i'm never over there mm-hmm. and just i know she has other stuff around town but and then um moonlight woven's gonna be here yes driftwood, driftwood is gonna be here yeah 
Um, there were a couple of other vendors that I'd never heard of before, so I'm really yes. excited to meet them. Patina 46, Out of the Hill Country. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. So that happens to be my mom. <gasps> yeah. Wow. And she does some really cool pillows. Okay. And and clothing. She's clothing as well. Okay. So Very come good. With that. And then Pearls and Ponies is out of Refurio. Uh, her name is Celeste that owns that. She does jewelry and um, I don't know what all she's coming with. Jewelry yeah. and maybe some clothes. I don't know. Well, no, that's going to be a cool surprise, though. Yeah. And I like that, like I said, you're bringing in those from outside communities. And also we're going to be reaching out to those who may be a little bit closer to Cal Allen. Yeah. But um, kind of a town to country. Yes. Effect. Oh, and Amberly from Bearded Lady Creative. I saw that. She's going to she designed this, I believe. Yes, she did yeah. my logo, all of that. So she's incredible. Yeah, I've been wanting to meet her. This for sign, a while. she hand painted this sign. Oh, wow. Yes. See, yeah. I can't think of a. I mean, just the idea of. I mean, the pop up idea, of course, is. Uh, you know, the epitome of bringing together local creatives who just mm -hmm. want to be show the world what it is that they have to provide. Yes. But I mean, you're taking it that one step further by having it here yes. in your own backyard. Yes. So how does your family feel about <laughs> all, every, all that you do? I um, mean, it's one thing to go from, from a, you know, doing your one fine day and working with Mexican textiles kind of thing to suddenly being like an expert leather worker. Well, I did not suddenly become an expert anything. <laughs> I'm still not an expert. If you had some old school leatherman in here, he'd be like, girl, <laughs> what are you doing? But um, I think you, you should give yourself a little bit more credit because you have you have a leather workers in the family. Yeah, but he did it all by hand. Like yeah. he did it like that's true the craftsman way. That's true. Like I'm all gorilla about it. Like, <laughs> just, um, no, they're great. My in-laws live next door, and they're always they've always been supportive. And if I need help with the kids or I need just anything I've ever done, they show up for, mm -hmm. and that's great. It's really great. I agree. Um, and my husband, he's, he's like, you do you. Whatever. Whatever you need. Let's do it. Um, this weekend, he put Christmas lights on the house. It's October. Yep. But he's we're ready. getting ready for that sh that trunk show, that yes. pop-up. So, no, he's great. So, they're, everybody's really supportive about it. Um, my mom lives in the hill country, and she's always just tickled yeah what does she think i mean look at I you mean, what you're doing it's she's amazing always just she's really uh, an excited person she's really excited about That's fun. all the things yeah so like texas highways happened and i think she like screamed more than anybody well yeah i mean um, you're, you're gonna be like, spread ah! in like this this uh publication's statewide yeah I mean, it might be another. It might be. I, I mean, I'm yeah. sure if like you don't live in Texas and you want it, they'll send it to you. Yeah, but I mean, that's pretty major. I mean, you're gonna have a spread, which is fun, and humbling, and crazy because magazine or not, or pop up or not, like I'm still gonna get in here and work, and mm -hmm. my kids are still gonna be sitting at that table doing school, and I'm still gonna have to cook dinner and do laundry and like. It keeps life, you grounded. My life is still going to be my life, but it's it's just exciting this season to have some publicity and some Absolutely. recognition. That is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for if for no other reason than people to see, look at what's happening in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yes. Because it's pretty amazing. Yes. I mean, 
what and do your kids have an idea about what it is you're doing do they think it's neat have they commented on it at all i think they think all mommies do this guess who doesn't it's a mom <laughs> right here <laughs> yeah i think they think this is just how it goes you know my husband's an artist in his own ways as well he's always building something or creating something or fixing something so they don't have a concept that this is not yeah normal. but what a neat way to grow up i don't know yeah. neat or not it's happening this is how they're growing up. i mean to me to see your parents yeah creating and yeah. not stifling that side of them you know because yeah. it's 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 easy as parents to get too yes. fixated on you know yes money all of it yeah all of it or i guess just being an adult or, status yes. absolutely yeah i mean there has been there have been times in my business where i have worried about like the money part oh i and, think that's normal and i need more brand recognition and i need I need to get in this magazine or I need to whatever. And I definitely have those goals, but it's not from the same, coming from the same place anymore. Right. It's just kind of like, this is what I do. This will help the brand grow, but I don't need this to feel uh, like I'm where I need to be. Exactly. No, and that's such yeah. an important distinction. Yes. I mean, especially for you to enjoy what it is you're doing, which yes. I can tell that you are. So how do you, do, excuse me. Do you, I, you mentioned earlier that you like to incorporate your kids into it. And how do you do that? So my daughter's 10 and she tools. Like and what's tooling? Okay, so you know, you see like leather belts with like the flowers imprinted on them mm -hmm. or like Fred on the back or whatever, somebody's name. <laughs> That's tooling. Okay. It's like carvings. Mm -hmm. Old school, they call it carving. Got it. Um, she loves it and she's taken to it like a fish in water. She loves it. Um, and my son's always in here doing art or building Legos or whatever. And because we homeschool, they're here. And you know, they get done with school, and, or sometimes even when they don't get done with school, they'll be in the middle of some sort of project or they're making something or they're building something. And that's what I mean when, I, when they're the co. Mm -hmm. They're just here and they're doing. Yeah. And it's fun. I, so would, if your daughter or son expressed interest in carrying on how would you feel about that they totally could but i have no uh no intentions of forcing that mm -hmm. this is my thing and in 10 years i may be like i'm over it i'm gonna do something else who knows but um i don't want to be so proud of it that i can't ever lay it down mm -hmm. i want to be able to lay it down if i need to that's so powerful because you're not necessarily attached this is not my identity yes you know yes yeah no that that's tremendous yeah so what's next Hello. for indigo lane and co luggage ah <laughs> i was gonna ask you um would you ever consider making saddles because no. you said that that's a saddle no machine yeah no no saddles for me maybe my husband maybe my father-in-law but not for me just because i don't i don't ride we have a horse but mm -hmm. i'm not a horseman I don't, I don't think I would understand like, the pressure points and like it has to be done. I, I, I feel really, like it's a science. Yeah. yeah. So you don't hurt the horse. Of you course. Hurt yes. the horse if you do it wrong. And yeah. Um, I'd rather. I mean, I could do the bridle or maybe the reins, something to make them pretty. But mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything that. Yeah, is absolutely no. <laughs> critical no. in this whole process. <laughs> I understand. That's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, ugh. but luggage. 
yeah, so my husband's been wanting me to cut up my luggage that I had. I don't have fancy luggage. I have junky luggage. Cut it, cut it up. Cut it up to see how it's constructed. Oh, hey, an like, excuse to get new luggage. I'm like, hey, so like, if I don't figure this out and how to re put it all back together, are you going to buy me more luggage? Like, what's the plan here? Do I have to use trash bags? Like, what am I doing? Double bags. Yes. So luggage is in in the works for 2020. Wow. And some men's things, hopefully. Okay. And we've got a duffel started. Okay. So. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm like, people, y'all need to see what Ooh. Randy is doing. It is so awesome. And I feel like, like uh, doing men's leather mm -hmm. goods. I, I feel like, is it more difficult? To me, it would seem like it would be easier because they're just more sim simpler in design. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, it won't be easier because mm. it is simple. But my stuff's already pretty simple. Mm -hmm. It's not fussy. I don't like fussy. Not in my clothing, not in my bags. Right. None of it. So that's definitely reflected in the, in the brand. But um, like for luggage, you have to really reinforce and you have to pay attention to like where your straps are and how that weight is going to be distributed. And there's also other things like backpacks are a huge craze right yes. now. So you're seeing these duffels that are going as backpacks as well like men are wearing yeah they're them. versatile so you've got to really I want to be super thoughtful on how it's put together mm -hmm. and I've got sketch after sketch of what I think would be good so is that how it starts off mm -hmm. with you sketching mm -hmm. what I think it helps too that you literally have two men who are familiar with leather and how to work with it as kind yes. of like your guinea pigs yeah, and there are there are certain types of, of hides that I would not approach at all. Mm -hmm. And my husband, like rawhide. Rawhide, are you familiar with no. rawhide? It's like... I mean, I think I know what is it is. This is rawhide. Oh. It's hard. Yeah. And you wet it and you mold it. Okay. So my husband wants to do that in the bottom of a bag. That makes... I mean, I get right. that, yeah. But this is a whole different thing, mm -hmm. you know? So you gotta think through it and like, how would you cover it? Cause you can't just have that. Mm -hmm. That's ugly. That's not gonna work, <laughs> you know? So that kind of stuff. But still, it just seems like such a neat process to just work it through. And from an idea to start off in its infancy and mm -hmm. then the final product that you have in your hands. I mean, does it just feel accomplished? Yeah, but it's also a busy season of life. So I don't get to sit in that moment too long where I'm like, oh, the top of that mountain, you just kind of go, man, that turned out great. Awesome. Take 500 pictures because we got to do it again. Yeah. And get it out the door. So are you more nervous doing the second one as opposed to the first yes. one? Yes. Okay. See, I, I feel the yes. same way. You're like, yes. can I replicate this? Yes. <laughs> yes. But you still manage to. I do. Okay. I do. And there have been times where I've sent out product that is not exact. Just because it can't be, because of, you know, sometimes the hide is not evenly thick all the way around, and you've got to, you know, make a pocket a little bit shorter or whatever, and I've never gotten a complaint back, so. I, I don't think you will. I mean. But if they did, I would rip it apart and fix it. Don't say that. Well. We're, we're editing that out. <laughs> every product has a lifetime warranty on it. You can send it back to me in 15 years if you want to. If a strap is loose or a rivet's coming out or whatever, I'll fix it for See, free. And I and I love that, and I think people appreciate that too because it's obvious you yeah. care about the quality of your work. Yes, and some of my one of my earlier pieces, only one, it has come back to me, 
and it was just reinforcing the straps mm -hmm. and I was so glad that she trusted me to do it and she wasn't afraid to say hey this isn't holding up because I got to go back and look at where exactly the wear points are yep. and do I need to do double up on rivets or whatever it is so yeah no I love that perspective because mm -hmm. it's absolutely a way to just enhance your craft for sure yeah that's and then the customer is happy and they're they're yours for life like they you know, they may never buy another bag just because they may not ever need another one exactly but they'll <laughs> but they'll say the nicest things and that'll be great and is that because your products are so yeah. high quality uh, and yeah. meant to, to last yes. yes is that like a double-edged sword kind of yeah. thing yeah yeah but it's been fun meeting all the different people that I've gotten to meet, like you, and just other women that are so creative in all different ways. Even customers of mine that you know, you get to visiting with them, and what are you doing with your life? You are amazing. How is this? I would have never met 90% of the people that I have been blessed enough to meet had it not been for this vehicle of this business. You know? Yes, and I think it's so neat that you still continue to use it in that kind of way, which is why we're having this pop-up and um, why you're doing these collabs yes. and, and doing shout-outs for people and, I mean, giving someone like me an opportunity to come do a live podcast. I mean, just... I was excited that you said yes. Are you kidding? So uh, excited. There's no way I could say no. Uh, so what advice do you have for a mom mm -hmm. who is ready to pursue something outside of the box, similar to what you did. What would you say to her if she was on the fence about it? I would say just start, pick a spot, and never be afraid to redirect. I re redirect 14 times a week. Just redirect. You're not married to anything mm -hmm. other than your husband or your partner or whoever, mm -hmm. if you've chosen to make that commitment. But don't don't take yourself and what you're doing so seriously that it cripples you. Yes. Uh, yes, because that's exactly what will happen if it you is. take it that seriously. And I've been there. Same. Yeah. I mean, it, it just is one of those things. Don't get caught up in social media land where you're looking at other people and you're going, man, I'm behind or I'm this, that. that. Look, at, look at those people and instead of going, I'm behind, go, one day I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Cheer them on and keep moving forward and if you don't move forward tomorrow that's okay take your time there's no time limit just move forward and see I feel like we all know that inherently and yet we still get caught up in this imagined yes race or timeline yes. or it's just strange well you feel like oh, I should be ex I should be at this point by this time and it usually doesn't work out and people will say oh I've got my goal projections I'm like I don't even know you come on with all that. <laughs> really no I've never <laughs> been that person well Same. I was thinking like if I could do that if I could say I'm gonna be here in March I would just go do it I wouldn't sit down and make a go a goal plan or mm -hmm. what like just I don't know I think every day comes with its own unique blessings give yourself the time to enjoy them give yourself the time to love people in the process of what you're doing Give yourself the time to be in your season. Ugh, that is so good. Right? That is perfection. Give yourself time to love people. Wherever like you are yes. and just be in your season. I mean, when my kids were babies, I couldn't wait for them to be the next stage. Mm -hmm. And when they were that stage, I couldn't wait. And I don't know what happened, but at some point I looked at them and I thought, man, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Why am I wanting you to be 
further. Yeah. Like. I find myself that way sometimes. In the stage that you're in, there he's so little. Yeah. You know, and so you, it is easy to go like, man, if you were five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you are a person with kids, you know, you only have them for so long. And if you're a person without kids, same applies. Like, just be in your season with work, with life, with relationships. Just be there. If you don't like where you are, change it. Right? Yes. No, I like that. Yes, just be there. Yeah. And make the change that you want to make. Mm-hmm. Randy, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. For talking to me and letting me be here and letting me have sneak peeks into what you're going to be debuting very soon. I, I just, I'm so thrilled to have gotten to know you and see your work and I just can't wait to see what happens next. Well, I'm just humbled that you came and that you wanted to come. Thank you for everything you're doing for Corpus. Thank you for highlighting all the people that you are highlighting. I have listened to some of the most incredible women that I would have never gotten to meet, which I haven't met, but I feel you, like I have because I've heard them on the podcast. Yes, you know them. I know them. <laughs> but it's great what you're doing. Your love for this community is unmatched and it's just exciting and energizing and thank you i appreciate you so much 